Welcome to the Dr. Obed Obinga Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. So, I just want you to watch the entire 12 constellations and how they are positioned in their four cardinals. So, watch this. When you look at the four constellations, okay. you have Taurus and Scorpio. And Taurus is the ox bull and Scorpio is the eagle. And then Aquarius man is on the other side of Leo. Hmm. Can you imagine that these are the cherubic transports that God is riding on? God rides on the cherubs. And the cherubs are actually Taurus Scorpio, Aquarius Leo. And God is riding on these things. God himself, he's using these things in the clouds. Mm. So when you see them, what you want to find out is, what is God doing? Mm. What is God carrying out? Where is God going? So the moment you see God, Riding on Aquarius Leo, Taurus Scorpio, he's doing something. The question is, what is the communication of God when these things align? Watch this. In the book of Ezekiel, when he saw the four living creatures, Paul, the apostle, in making reference to what Ezekiel saw, calls them the cherubims of glory. In Hebrews chapter 9, the verse number 5. Hebrews chapter 9, the verse number 5. The book of Hebrews, the cherubs of glory. Okay. The book of Hebrews, the cherubs of glory. And over it, the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat. So watch this. Yes. Even in the very throne room of God, right over the mercy seat, we see the cherubims of glory. Who are the cherubs? The four living the creatures. creatures. Yes. The ox, the eagle, the man, and then the lion. Yes. These are the four living creatures. Precisely. And we see that God, he rided on a cherub, on the wings of the wind. Now, don't forget that they are referred to as the cherubims of glory. In Revelation chapter 4, the word of God also refers to John as seeing the very transport system that Ezekiel saw. The Bible says, and the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast had a face as a flying eagle. What are we looking at? We are seeing Scorpio, mm. Aquarius, mm. Leo, and then Taurus. Okay. These are the four living creatures of our present age. I do not want to go into the ages to come. Hmm. Now, if this sums up clearly for all believers that are listening to me, then watch this. When you read Psalm 19, Pastor, don't forget that he said they are cherubims of glory. glory yes. The cardinals that we have seen of Taurus and of Scorpio okay. and of Aquarius and of Leo, see what he says. Hmm. He's going forth. Psalm 19, the verse 1. Let's, Psalm 19, come up. Yes. Uh -huh. 
the heavens declare the glory of God. Hold on. What is the glory of God? Hmm. We see that the glory of God is seen with the cherubic system. system. The four living creatures. They are referred to as the cherubims of glory. And do you know that in the wheels, within the wheels of this cherubic system is the spirit. Hmm. That's true. And the spirit of God is referred to as the glory of God. Yes. And the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John were written. The entire gospels were written according to the cherubic order yes. and arranged according to the constellations. Hmm. Listen, the entire 12 disciples of Jesus Christ were according, Jesus chose them according to the constellations. Peter is Arius. He is the one that speaks out of fire. Hmm. Peter is typically Arius. The one upon whom the foundation of the church was going to be started off. He received the keys to the kingdom. Hmm. So we are starting off with Arius. The heavens declare the glory of God yes. and the firmament showeth his handiwork. So pastor, watch this. Yes. When you see the glory of God, you should be asking yourself, what is the handiwork of God in the midst of this glory? Hmm. So if you understand the decoding of the entire solar houses of Aquarius, Leo, we are just sticking with the four cardinals yes. of Taurus and Scorpio. Scorpio. Remember that God is riding on it. Yes. And when God is riding on this, it is the glory of God. Yes. Then it also showeth his handiworks. Mm. So the question is this. When I see the signs, I should ask God, what is he up to? Mm. Typical situation. Now I roll back to the 12 disciples. Yes. Peter is Arius. He was the fiery one and the stone upon which the church was now going to be built as the church along with Peter being the head who opened the gospel to the Gentiles. Okay. Matthew 16, 18. Taurus is Simon the Zealot. And the word Zealot simply means a politician. He was political. Mm. He was of the Zealots that were looking for the kingdom. Yes. And we understand that Taurus is one person who is into a political campaign. He's a person who likes competition. Now, we have Germany. Who is Thomas? Thomas the twin. And we know that Germany speaks of the twins. Hmm. <laughs> so why did Jesus choose Thomas the twin? Hmm. And why did he call him Thomas the Didymus? And why did Jesus call James and John the sons of thunder? All of these things are heavenly symbols. What was Jesus seeing about them? He chose his disciples according to the constellations. Hmm. Please, flood me. Flood me off. Let's go. Now, cancer is Andrew, the food supplier. In Mark 1, 16 and John 6, verse 8 to 9, the word of God says, Jesus said, Ah, um, how would we feed all of these people? We have nothing. Mm. Cancer is the rising of the sun that feeds and opens you up to summer. That is when we all go out. So Jesus took the disciples and a host of 5,000 others to the field where they could be out there in summer. And there was no food, but then there was a cancer. His name was Andrew. And he was the one Jesus said, how will we get this thing yes. done? He said, oh, there is one young boy here with food. He gave it to Jesus. Jesus lifted it up, blessed God for summer, gave it out, and he performed miracles. Now we have Leo, John the little lover. All we know about Leo is that Leo is someone who is compassionate. Yes. Somebody who loves at heart. Somebody who roars and announces himself over and over and over. This was Leo. And this was John. John is the only one who wrote in his own epistle and referred to himself as a disciple that the Lord loved. Hmm. How can... How can 
the, the confidence <laughs> and the assurance of his love. Of his love. And of being loved. And he kept on writing in John 13, 23, the disciple that the Lord loved. 19, 26, 20 verse 2, 21 verse 7. And in verse 20, he referred to himself and said, the disciple whom the Lord loved, who is John himself, yet he was the one scraping it down. Can you imagine? Virgo is James the Less. Every time they mention James the Less, they will mention his mother's name. James the Less. His mother being Mary. Every time you see James the Less, he will be with his mother. James, whose mother is Mary. Mm. So we know Virgo, who has a son. Yeah. So it's the mother-son relationship. Mm. We have Libra, the tax collector. And who was the tax collector among the disciples? Matthew. Matthew. We have Scorpio, Nathaniel, the one in whom there is no guile. Mm. So we are not looking at a serpent, we are looking at an eagle. Mm in whom is no guile. Then we have Sagittarius, Apostle James, the learned talker in Acts chapter 15 verse 10. He won't let anything go uncommented. Every matter, he will stand up and talk even after Peter has spoken. So you realize that Sagittarius and Arius being Apostle Peter were all fiery, hmm. but they all spoke to speak. As for Sagittarius, every matter, even when we think that everything has been settled, you say, I still have something to say. Hmm. You might be dealing with a Sagittarius. Now you are also now dealing with somebody who looks like me, like a Capricornus, who likes system, like Philip. You want to see Jesus, please. You can't cross the system. Mm -hmm. You have to meet him here. He's a Capricornus. Mm -hmm. I am Capricornus mm -hmm. and I follow systems. Yes. If there is no system, I'm not happy. Precisely. Everything must follow due order. Yes. You see. So Philip says, hey, let us go. And he goes to Andrew and they go to Jesus. They follow systems. That is the people Jesus shows. Aquarius, Jude, James, Tadeus, he was the one that spoke about the wells and the clouds without water. Hmm. And Pisces, Judas Iscariot, the one who kills and ushers in a new birth back into Aries. So Jesus Christ, he chose his 12 disciples according to the constellations. How then do you say that um, God is against the entire discourse of the signs in the <sighs> heavens? Understand the truth of the word of God. Pastor, there is not one verse. Let them pull it up. Not one verse that speaks against astrology. They should take their time and look into the verse carefully. Please, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiworks. Hmm. God bless you so much, man of God, Pastor Bed. Um, it's, it's, it's been a blistering ride. I mean, it's, it's just explosive. That which the man of God is teaching, especially... Um, De de delineating the apostles of the Lord Jesus, the disciples, and the various um, and the various connections they have with the the constellations. constellations. It's beautiful, man of God. Just a few quick um, questions here. We just touch on them, then we'll continue with um, uh, you continue with your presentation. El Julius from Takwa says that. Pastor Bet, thanks for the clarification concerning astrology and astronomy. Thank you. Please, can you explain Genesis 44 verse 5? Was jo Joseph a diviner? That's it. <laughs> Where he used his diviner's cap? Yes. You see, this is the, there are truths that we have to say. It's as simple as that. What does it mean he divined? Don't you understand that when you go to see a prophet, he's a diviner? This is according to the God order. He, a diviner is somebody who sees into the realm of the unknown and communicates it to you. So the Bible says, it's not this, it's in which my Lord drinketh, and whereby indeed he divineth. I've read many things that people are trying to say, Joseph was not a diviner. Please, Joseph was a diviner. He was a typical diviner. 
What do you mean by a diviner? There is a godly diviner and there is an ungodly diviner. And Joseph, watch this. It is Joseph who spoke of seeing the 11 stars bowing down to him. It was Joseph who yes, said that. Precisely. He was a dreamer that was seen into the heavenlies. Yes. He spoke and interpreted dreams and then was also fortunate to see into the constellations. That is who he was. Yes. So I want us to understand that there is, please watch this, when you say divination, you would have to diagnose the kind of spirit behind the divination. Mm. Because in Acts chapter 16, we see the little girl who was possessed with the spirit of divination. Yes. And when you check the Greek word, it was the spirit of a python. Yes. But we divine in the Holy Ghost. Mm. Because to divine is to be able to see into the realm of the unknown via way of a spirit. Mm. So what spirit are you using in that divination? Okay. Now, next thing. Gideon. Would you call Gideon a diviner or an astrologer? Mm. When he said, God, give me a sign. And God gave him the sign of the degree movements of the sun mm. going back 15 degrees. That's when, I, when, when Isaiah came to see King Ezekiel. And God told him that the sign of the prophecy is that the sun will go back. That is a sign. And Gideon also had his sign. Yes. The mm. word of God is so true. We will have to understand that astrology, today we are not talking about divination. Mm. The brother who brought that question, I agree perfectly and I would say without pulling back that Joseph was a diviner. Mm. Yes, that's the clear answer that has come to you, El Julius. You uh, in Taquana, a number of you are asking the question about so, man of God, how do we decode our star? How do we decode that which is written in our stars? Understand that it's 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 a it's it's a series, it's a presentation the man of God is doing, it's a teaching he's doing on this matter, and he would exhaustively deal with everything that pertains to it. We may not deal with everything today. We may not deal with everything today, but we will eventually um, get to every um, single aspect of it, the peculiarity of the stars, if, if each individual has um, a star assigned um, to them. A man of God, Benjamin Aganda and um, Freeman Birch, they are, uh, Freeman Birch is in Keta and Benjamin Aganda is in Bogatanga. They are asking the same question. All right. The man of God, they, they want you to touch on Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 19. Can we have that? So Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse, verse 19. 19. Deuteronomy 4, verse 19. Good. It's still the same thing. We've done this. Watch this. Please, before we start off, please get me. Get me and get me well. The wise men from the east, they had an attitude that the heathen didn't have. The wise men from the east saw his star and came to worship him. They didn't worship them. They didn't worship the stars. So in Deuteronomy 4 verse 19, let us even start from verse 17 to 19. Deuteronomy 4, 17 to 19. 18, 19, 17. The likeness of any beast that is on the earth. Okay, verse 16, verse 16, verse 16. Lest you corrupt yourselves. Watch this. And make you. Okay. Take ye therefore good heed unto yourselves. For you saw no manner of similitude on the day that the Lord spake unto you in Horeb out of the midst of fire. 
So God is making reference to himself. Yes. Lest you corrupt yourselves and make you a graven image, the similitude of any figure, mm. the likeness of male or female. 17. The likeness of any beast that is on the earth. The likeness of any winged fowl that flyeth in the air. The likeness of anything that creepeth on the ground. The likeness of any fish that is in the waters beneath the earth. Now, and lest thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven, and when thou seest the sun, the moon, and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, shouldest be driven to worship them. Mm. This is what God is against. We worship the Lord Jesus Christ. We worship the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We worship the Holy Ghost. We don't worship stars. It does not mean... Now, let me ask you a question. Do you know that the car that you are driving, somebody worships a car? Do you know that the chicken that you are about to eat this afternoon, somebody worships a chicken? Do you also know that the cattle that you are going to eat tomorrow with your stew and rice do you know that in india some people worship cattle does that mean that you wouldn't eat them there is a purpose for all that god has created let us hold the truth in righteousness and not in unrighteousness what god was against in deuteronomy chapter 4 was not the signs in the sun, moon, and stars communicate, God was against the fact that when they should see the sun, the moon, and the stars, they would be now driven to worship them and to serve them. With the Lord thy God, watch this, had divided unto all nations under the whole heaven. This is the gift of God. God has given it to us. Day unto day, uttered speech, night unto night, uttered knowledge. You must understand that every day has what it is saying. And probably you may now need to get my message on the mystery of the days. Decoding your destiny according to the days. I think that is on the podcast, yes, right? Yes, it should be on the podcast. You should be able to get that one and listen to it. People of God, God is never against astrology. Stick to the word. Astrology is not the worship of the sun, moon, and stars. Astrology is the decoding of the message of God in the sun, in the moon, and the stars which should ultimately drive you to worship God. It should ultimately point you to God. That is how come the wise men, they followed the star and didn't worship the star, but they followed the star to God and they ended up worshiping God. Wonderful. Um, and two, one more scripture that would, would be done with this session. Um, Leviticus chapter 19 um, verse 26b. Can we have that? Leviticus soon? 19, verse 26. 26b. Leviticus. Yes. I think I just dealt with this yes. a few minutes yes. ago. That's the matter of yes. He said, You shall not eat anything with the blood. Yes. Neither shall you use enchantment nor observe times. So we understood you that the observer of times there is a, a sorcerer, yes. a magician. Yes. One that is using spirit to conjure. And this spirit is not the spirit of God. Wonderful. Um, we, we've, we've received um, 
a good number of questions that a number of you are still asking about how to decode, how to appreciate um, what is written in They shouldn't stand. worry at all. Be at peace. There are various kinds of astrology, about five of them. And I'll be teaching on all of them as we go on. Financial astrology, I'll be teaching on them. Relational astrology. Various kinds of astrology that would help you to decode what God is saying in the present time, in the present moment, so that you can take the signs that you have received and go to God and decode the very communication of the sun, moon, and stars and tell God to make happen the good things that he has placed in the stars for you and now to come against the evil things that have been conjured by the spirit of Leviathan into the stars against you. So please exercise patience. We would come to it, I'm sure, anytime soon. Yes. God bless you so much for sticking and staying with us today. It's, it's been an exciting ride and adventure into the Word of God. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truths for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobinga Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.